0: Welcome, Tabletop Players. My name is Ruin Ortega, and in this episode, we're doing a first impressions look at Crawl of Cthulhu by Even Footing Games. Joined with me, as always, is my
1: co-host, Cade. Hi, I'm Cade, and I'm the only other one here. It's just the two of us. Uh, that is rare. It is rare. It doesn't often happen. Uh, yeah, like Ruin said, we're taking a first look at the new expansion of uh, Connected. Are they calling it an expansion a supplement. I think calling it an expansion. It's a supplement for sure. Sure. So the new supplement from Babies and Broadswords, uh, and this is Crawl of Cthulhu. Ruin, I know you in particular have been looking forward to this for months and months. And, Listen, uh,
0: when we did our original review, Jason uh from Even Footing Games, he off air, off recording, was like, hey, by the way we're doing this and i was flipping out and i also felt like i had a little tiny secret inside that was like (sighs) people are gonna be so excited
1: yeah and like they delivered as far as i'm concerned we're gonna get into the details but like yeah they they this was not something that feels rushed out or like half baked it's fully baked it's (laughs) You know, in some circles,
0: now nah, that's too easy. low hanging fruit, okay, low hanging well, fruit. as you would imagine this uh, this supplement is kind of based on the Cthulhu mythos uh, usually attributed to HP Lovecraft, but realistically, there's a lot of people, a lot of authors that went into the Cthulhu Mythos. Uh, in fact, I'm actually gonna go out there and say, I love that they really didn't even mention Lovecraft in this mm-hmm.
1: yeah controversy aside it is good because like you said there's a ton of people that have worked on the cthulhu mythos arguably more than lovecraft has Mm -hmm. um and i think it's good too to not just like lump it all under his umbrella um his weird cat named umbrella uh (laughs) and to yeah without giving credit to him extend credit to everyone right absolutely and i think um you know, one of the things that
0: even footing games, which I will commend them on, is that they're very much of the idea, like, it's inclusive gaming. It's gaming mm-hmm. for everyone. And by basically focusing on the art and not the artist, if you may, um, yep. they're being sure that, like, that is there. It is inclusive of everyone. Um, and, and I think, you know what, at this point in the in the world, um, I don't know if we're doing any justices by keeping HP Lovecraft in the light of it.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Other than having a cool name.
0: Yeah. Because Lovecraft too bad. is. bad.
1: Yeah. That is a, but a dope name. It is a dope name. But anyway, mm-hmm. starting off with our first look, I feel like we should, because it's first impressions, we should probably just go in the order in which they appear in the book. Which means the first thing that we're going to look at is the new mechanic called Nopes. I the
0: fact that they called it Nope's I laughed so hard I don't know what I was expecting like obviously I was expecting some sort of horror element in this mm-hmm. but you know like sanity is such like a intense name like in Call of Cthulhu mm-hmm. but to just call it Nope's
1: is <laughs> like Nope. Nope, nope, nope. That is,
0: <laughs> that is exactly what I would expect from babies and broadswords. Um, yeah, this new mechanic is basically uh, any time that a character sees something that would be frightening, um, they roll two d six and compare it to their nopes max. They then uh, the difference, if they roll higher, is subtracted from their nopes max, and uh, yeah, it goes, it drops. Um,
1: yeah, and then so once you, you once you hit zero. Uh, you then have to go run and hide or sorry, when you reach your nopes max going up, uh, you have to go and run and hide, which is the same as a break. Uh, Once again, one of my favorite parts of the actual, like the original uh, babies and broad swords is this break system where the player has to leave the table. They have to go and take a break and then they can come back. And Mm -hmm. I just, I love that. I love anything that actually physically involves the player as well as the characters um and yeah they've also said that with this you can take this system and apply it to your other babies and broadswords stuff it's not just specific to crawl of cthulhu specifically it says nopes can be incorporated into any other babies and broadswords games if you like that warm feeling on your leg (laughs) i love the writing this company does (laughs) it's so funny and like including like jokes that like
0: they understand they're making a reference and not everybody will get it. And they just say, and no, we won't explain that reference. Yeah. It's so, so good. Uh, yeah. It's, it is it is quite good. Their, their writers are amazing. Um, You know, the example here that they give is, of course, that, uh, you know, the sitter makes Princess Andromeda Sparkle Feathers first of her name do a nope (laughs) roll. Uh, and she, she rolls a nine, um, and has to subtract two from her nope's max because it was a seven. So now she has a five max total. Uh, you know, I recently collaborated with uh, Even Footing Games on something our listeners will see in the future. Uh, and somebody did actually have to take a break during play, not because <laughs> of nopes, but because they were exhausted in one of their three uh, misfortunes. Mm-hmm. And uh, seeing their face when they came back in after five minutes to be like, what is going on? Because <laughs> everything like that could go wrong in a sense went wrong in that time and so they come back and there's things on fire characters (laughs) are burning to death like yeah it was it was (laughs) insane uh very good yeah uh overall i think nopes is a cool rules light way to do a sanity check
1: yeah definitely uh it's a super cool system uh and, and mechanic to introduce into that um so even if you're not doing something that's strictly Cthulhu-esque, just like a, a spooky horror Halloween one-shot. It would be a really fun thing to include for sure.
0: Mhm. Now you you mentioned in there that they write that this can be used in any other any other Babies and Broadsword Supplement, they are actually saying that the new rules sheet that is in this one is probably the preferred rules sheet because it mm. does uh, – it leaves a spot for uh, nopes, but it also leaves a spot for the creeps. Now, creeps is kind of like your phobias. They're things that your babies would be scared of. Uh, and I thought it was really cool because there's like a, a, a nice little sheet, a little table of ones that you can choose, uh, which include things like being afraid of Santa Claus. Um, yeah. My character may have been
1: scared of clowns. Ooh, good one. Classic. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. I do, when they, like, talk about, um, like, some of your creeps, it also reminds me of some of, like, the new places that they've introduced. Um, And, like, the hallway has some of these things that are scary. And the last one on there is, like, nothing. But, like, a spooky, foreboding nothing. Nothing happens. (laughs) For now. Bum, bum, bum. And they write, bum, 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 in... Um, and that, yeah, it's just so good. I just love this book. It is really good. (laughs)
0: Um,
1: I mean, I know
0: it's off topic because we're trying to go in order here, but the art alone is so good. Um, Jason from Evenfooting Games did say that this is the first time that they've used art that wasn't just his in a Babies and Broadsword. Uh, Uh they actually got some other people to help. And he said that ultimately he feels that it led to their best production yet.
1: Yeah, it's super good. And it all fits the theme. And, like, you can tell that there's different artists on it, like, just because the art style differs a little bit from place to place. But, like, none of it feels out of place, right? Like, it kind of has that Cthulhu-esque where, like, you know, a lot of the stories are told from, like, found articles and, like, uh, journals and stuff. And it feels like that, right? Like, there's some things that are, like, pictures that have been tucked in. And it's, yeah, it feels still cohesive, Yes. while not feeling uniform, if that makes sense. Yeah, absolutely. It brings
0: out a little charm of just like a little bit different in it. You know, you look at um, your older DD stuff and the, the art's all over the place, right? mm mm-hmm. um, Then next after the the new Nopes mechanic, they also include a scenario. Um, you know, kate you, I know you haven't looked through the scenario, which is good, because hopefully we'll run this in the near future. Yeah. Um, but uh, I looked through it. The one thing I like is that includes five new locations, so you can really flesh out, um, you know, the, the orphanage itself. Um, with that though, it also brings in different tables that you can roll on for different encounters. Like the one you mentioned where nothing happens. Bum, yeah. bum. Bum, 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 spooky uh, foreboding nothing. <laughs> yeah, it uses, um, we will get into the new classes, but it has characters that are the new classes as well. And so you can get mm. a sense of how they play, even if you're not choosing to be one. Uh, the scenario itself includes uh, several different bosses in it, which I thought was a nice touch. You know, um, I think some of the, the issue with traditional Lovecraftian games is that there's often just one final boss for a scenario. Uh, so incorporating some uh a couple of different ones really gives you a feel for what you could be placing in here. Mm-hmm. And yet it never, never does it feel like it's out of place for a babies in broads. So it's like it's not, you know, a shambling corpse, right? Like it's yeah. it's Soggy Yoth, who is a pile of overfull diapers.
1: Yeah. Soggy Yoth and Gnarly Hotep Gnarly both got Hortep. a pretty good chuckle out of me. Yeah, yeah. They're very, very
0: good. Um, so, yeah, I, I'm looking forward to running this scenario. I actually even just love the fact that it's created new locations because I think there's so much potential in the orphanage itself mm-hmm. that, like, I in my head now that I've seen this scenario, I think of it as this, like, sprawling, almost nonsensical and, like like, Winchester house built orphanage. Yes. You know, where, like, there's yeah. just random rooms that you're like, what is that? No one knows.
1: Yeah, it's one of those, like, house of leaves where, like, the house is bigger on the inside than it is on the outside kind of things. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely.
0: Yeah, and then, uh, you know, because we don't want to spoil too much in here is a really cool boss battle, but um, we'll move on. Um, So the next thing that we have here, of course, are more knacks. Now, some people may remember knacks as being the different skills, the special abilities, kind of feats uh, that babies can earn. Uh, Cade, what did you think about these?
1: Man, okay, as a self-proclaimed diehard Poe fan, like, I've dedicated a, a limb of my body to Edgar Allan Poe. I was immediately drawn to the cask of Uh <laughs> and yeah, it's so good. <laughs> I love these snacks. I love that they feel like they fit within Babies and Broadswords, but also still, like, uniquely... Like, crawl of Cthulhu esque. Um, the, even the with the Dunwich just, like, their names. borer. The Dunwich borer. Yeah. The early afternoon nap of the living dead. <laughs> yeah. 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 Invibable, baby. <laughs> the
0: Exorcist, Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Which, you know what? So, um, my, my character that I recently used for our collaboration, I did use a crawl character. I, I'll mm. get into that later, but i actually used I, I used the Exorcist, and I thought, there's just so many more options now that they have this that it almost felt like I was breaking the game in sense. Like I was getting rolls of like 12 or like 13 I felt like I was breaking (laughs) it. Yeah. And it's like, I'm only rolling 2d, uh, 2d6, but because of like people helping me and then Mm -hmm. my skills on top of that, I was getting such high rolls. Um, (laughs) You really have the potential here to build the character you're looking for. Um, and I think just that, you know, unlike other systems where there's too many options, they give you just enough in each one that it feels like it's a, a better game when you get more mm-hmm. then of course we have the the creeps these are the things that we talked about earlier that you could uh fear so uh there are things like the potty will eat me clowns uh thunderbolt and lightning very very frightening me uh and it's like galileo galileo sorry got distracted storms are scary for a lot of kids <laughs> like just that wet yeah. coming in to everyone um i
1: think my favorite was food you've never tasted before <laughs> <laughs> that's a good one that is a good one yeah um old people that one's great That's fair. I'm scared of old people. And I'm quickly becoming one. (laughs) (laughs) One day it's a very introspective horror. Uh,
0: (laughs) Goats. You've never actually seen a goat or entirely sure what one is. But you know you don't like them. Get away from me, goat. Yeah. Uh, They have a new new list of NPCs. Uh, I think it's great. Yig, the pots and pans kid.
1: Yeah. Uh, The librarian. Yeah.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Randy, the cosmic horror writer from the turn of the 20th century. Like, that might be the only Lovecraft reference. Yeah. And even that, like, his name is Randy. Randy. Yeah. 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 Uh, Herbie, the Rehaminator.
1: Uh, Comtessa du Ravioli.
0: <laughs> uh, yeah. I just – the puns. You, you know, you come to Babies and Broadswords sometimes not knowing what to expect – and then you get this humor that is just so funny.
1: It's so yeah. witty. And again, just like the subtle references as well. You know, Yeah. Madame Bratavsky. Uh, uh, Bratavsky. Bratavsky. <laughs> it's actually harder to say than the original name. Like <laughs> I actually, I don't know if I know that reference. Uh, Madame Bravatsky. She was like a mystic, like think pre like Crowley-esque figure like a real person uh yeah yeah. that's fun
0: uh and then of course we have a list of monsters uh now it does just come with I think it's two let me just double check here
1: also the list of monsters is called ah unreal monsters and again the 90s kid in me loves this
0: Oh, I lied. There is, there is more than I thought there was. Um, there was four different monsters added. Um, they're, they're great. They're uh, Yog soggy Yeah, sorry, it wasn't Soggy Yoth. It was Yog soggy no. um, Oh, there might have been Soggy Yoth. I'll have to look back because this is definitely different from what they showed in the um, scenario. Uh, there's the Hamster, which is a horrifying abomination made of glazed ham. Uh, kids, kids who, who look, look like, like fishes,
1: fishes, but aren't fish kids. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs>
0: <laughs> and the squelchy tentacles things.
1: I, I think these are the classics. Like, these are yeah. ones that don't feel out of place at all. Yeah. I just like the kids who look like fishes like man is that conjure an image of like my days babysitting because like <laughs> <laughs> there was you know a fish kid everyone knows at least one fish kid <laughs> I, I love this um, eyes are a bit
0: too big mouths are a bit too wide skin is a bit too squamous squamous is a real word by the way it means scaly sure I could have <laughs> just written scaly but why would I do that when I know what squamous
1: means yeah <laughs> What well, their abilities the Insmith look uh, yeah <laughs> (laughs)
0: uh yeah
1: so yeah oh yeah yeah yeah.
0: yog soggy is the one i was thinking of uh because one of the skills it's uh it's weak to diapers anyone who tries to put a diaper on yog soggy automatically does two points of damage works once per baby just so good (laughs) so good uh, and then, of course, we then get into the new character classes. There are three character classes. Uh, and of course, they have to be puns, but you have the P.I. spelt <laughs> like P in your eye. And yes, the character art does have pink eye you have the well he cultist. has
1: conjuncta conjuncta eyeball gunk Con- <laughs> yeah
0: yeah Con- conjunctivite yeah oh that's exactly how it's spelled yeah yeah All it's written as conjunct
1: conjuncta eyeball gunk
0: you have the the uh, the coolest who looks like he's wearing his mother's
1: robe that one was my favorite i thought that one was super cool and then,
0: of course, we have the, the pots and pans kid. So let's go through these one by one. Uh, so the P.I. looks like they, they are exactly that kind of noir style Lovecraftian investigator.
1: Yeah. Yeah. No, super cool. Again, the art is cool. Like, I want to hang out with this kid. Uh, he looks <laughs> like he knows how to get me popsicles, uh, like on the sly. Um, and yeah. And Maybe again, just like
0: the fedora.
1: Yeah, uh, just like with, you know, their regular base system ones, it uh, comes with three fun uh, special abilities. So there's, again, the conjunct conjunct uh, eyeball gunk, uh, which is flailing range and is for two cookies. Uh, and you get to flick the eyeball gunk. Uh, or sorry, no, you rub his face on an oh. enemy, <laughs> which is Gosh. real
0: gross. Okay, listen. I don't want to. I don't want to say that we inspired some stuff, but that is exactly what
1: we did in our uh, <laughs> "Babies and Broadsword" actual play.
0: I'm just saying. It's true. I'm just saying. It's true. Uh,
1: blues horrifying clues. Uh, you can ask for a clue from the sitter. Doesn't mean it's going to be helpful, but you're going to find one. And then a <laughs> two-fisted justice. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> That's yeah. giving me the the pulp vibes, you know. Yeah. Yeah, and that one allows you to discover an enemy's weakness.
0: And then moving on, of course, we like we said, we have the the cultist whose three skills are the blackness of my soul. And uh, it looks like on a successful attack, he mighty miasma of miserableness makes the next target cranky. So that's fun. Um, that being an actual um, status effect in Babies mm-hmm. and Broadswords. You then have the Firuza bulk. And this is the one where they're like, uh, if you don't, sorry, what is it? Uh. And no, we're not explaining the reference to you. <laughs> yeah. It <laughs> um, directs the attack towards another party member, leaving them unharmed, which is really good if you have a tanky build like, or like mm. a punchy kicker, right? Yeah. And then, ugh, whatever, is their third one. <laughs> uh, and I'm just going to read it out because this is fantastic uh, writing. The could could do it if they wanted to. They just don't want to, all right? But if they did, they totally could, okay? You know what? You do it. And then he adds plus one to any cuteness roll that another baby yeah.
1: makes. I think my favorite with this one is because uh, the one of the items that you get is the liquid eyeliner that does a really good wing. And <laughs> <laughs> I love that. I love that so much.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and then our third one, the pots and pancakes. Now, this is the one that I actually played recently in our collaboration. Uh, it's skills. Master of puppies. <laughs> Uh, which you can take any animal and guide them towards you. Uh, and then the, don't you cry tonight? Uh, which is, uh, it's removes any status effect from another baby. And then the last one is heavy metal and it's things that are about to get heavy man. Uh, and so with that, he gets plus one to any beefy Mm -hmm. skill challenge. Uh, his item that he gets is a banged up pot with some killer (laughs) reverb. Um, you know what? This one's just fun because it's all about, like, it's essentially your bard
1: musician kind of character, yeah. but it's playing on, like, the
0: heavy metal rock kind
1: of thing. I'm a um, little upset that after our last collaboration with them, they didn't slip in a Co-Eating Cambria reference just for me. Just uh, <laughs> After the amount of shit I got in that call for being a co fan at age 28. <laughs> yeah,
0: it's, it's good. But, yeah, no, I played this one. Uh, this is the one I was really... Um, stacking up his uh his beefy skills and things like that and Mm. so i was anytime i had to do something like that i was getting ridiculous roles um because he he specializes in adventurousness right Right. um yeah i this is the one kind of though where i was like i'm not really sure like how this fits into the kind of lovecraftian but i definitely was not upset for being here
1: I think it's just like the the edginess, right? Like yeah, kind of okay. like the the coolest is like very much like your edgy emo goth kid. I think this is like your your edgy heavy metal kid.
0: Okay, okay, I can get that. I mean, cultists are pretty natural to love crafting. so I I was I was there, but I get what you're saying.
1: Yeah, I, I feel way. like their their two niches are very close together. Yeah, I could buy that.
0: Yeah. Either way, this is definitely a cool class to have. I think all three of these, what I appreciate is that they feel like they were missing classes from the original. You know, like they don't Mm -hmm. feel totally out there, but they also feel like they deserve a place. And, you know, it's not like Monk 2.0. It's a totally different
1: vibe. Yeah, they definitely feel distinct enough that it's not just re-flavors of the classes you already had, right? Yeah.
0: And then moving along, we have our next, which is the Creepy Loot. I think the
1: loot in this game is is hilarious. Yeah, a weird shaped rock with numbers on it. My boomstick, <laughs> <laughs> uh, a
0: sheet but with holes cut out for your eyes. It really <laughs> upsets the grown ups. Not because yeah. they think you're ghosts,
1: because those are good sheets. Yeah, <laughs> a hand that walks on its fingers like a spider. A little uh, Adam's family in there for you. Yeah. Little Lizzie's handy whacker for some Lizzie Borden references. Oh yeah. That's a good one. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Well, and the boomstick
0: is uh evil dead. Yeah. 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 No, there's, there's some real scary rubber mask. I mean, that could be Halloween, I right? Mean, but, yeah. I'll see. And uh, I definitely went scream with it. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Could be, could be any of them really. I yeah. think that movie hush uses a mask too. So mm, true. It's just the thing. Also solid movie. Um, yeah, no, I, I think these are good. Um, you know what it adds to it is it kind of gives you that again that Lovecraftian vibe. I don't know if they're ones that I would see like they're definitely useful in the in the base game, mm-hmm. but um, they definitely have a different vibe to them.
1: Yeah, definitely.
0: And, and then and-
1: last up, we have a character sheet and that has been like reflavored a little bit. Uh, it's got some spooky drawings on it, a space to put in your notes. Um, and you can use that. And then the pre-generated characters.
0: Yeah. Uh, you know, this new sheet doesn't really do anything crazy other than the adding of the nopes. Mm-hmm. Uh, I do like that it's kind of Halloween horror kind of theme to it. Mm-hmm. Still in that kid vein. Um, but, yeah, it's, it's a good one. Um, I just really enjoy Babies and Broadswords' character sheet and the fact that it's so basic, you know? Yeah. It's exactly what you need for a rules light system. And yeah, you're right. These uh, pre-gen characters are for the new classes that are introduced. And uh, so if you were just wanting to do a very quick, hey, run this, works very, very easily. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and uh, the I guess one of the final notes of Information is that uh, if you're looking to pick this up, it is twenty dollars off of Amazon. That is Canadian pricing, and it is eleven dollars for the PDF off of Drive Through RPG. You know, I think I said it before, Cade, when we did our regular uh, Babies and broadswords first impressions. Um, this is such a cheap entry point for a mm-hmm. game that, like, even if you just ran it you know, once in a while when you had some friends over who weren't necessarily big tabletop fans. It's so cheap and it's such quality that that is a $20 well spent. A 100%.
1: And like this is one like I'm I haven't yet because money's been tight, but like I'm going to pick up a a physical copy of both the original and this one. I also want to pick up their Winnie the Pooh adventure. Um, Yeah, that looks awesome. And again, I think that just Babies and Broadswords hits just, like, such a cool niche of its own that there's nothing else out there that feels like this. Like, you can play this with kids, but also have jokes for adults in there. And I think it would be great for a baby shower if you have a nerdy, you know, couple that are having a baby. Great for, like, an announcement that you're having a kid. Uh, I'm, yeah, I'm super jazzed about this. I will be running it in the future for my home game because I think that they would have a riot with it absolutely yeah no it's
0: it is a it's a wonderful system i I agree with you that you're saying like there's nothing else like it um Mm -hmm. i would also even add on that like this add-on itself feels unique unto itself that it deserves to be with your regular book. You know, there's so many supplements out there. I'm like, eh, I could do that better myself. I didn't really need to buy it, things like that. Mm -hmm. This is one that I'm genuinely like, no, it adds enough substance there that it deserves your extra $20 and it deserves to have another round of play with it. Yeah, for sure. Absolutely. Uh, Well, uh, Kate, any last thoughts on Crawl of Cthulhu before we call it a wrap? Go get it
1: uh that's that's basically mine. i don't see any reason why any tabletop fan shouldn't have this book and i know that like people are gonna be like well you collaborated with them like this is my just genuine opinion this thing's fantastic it's awesome to have just on your shelf to be able to pull out if you are in a pinch for a one-shot it's fantastic it's super accessible to anybody it's it's 20 bucks go get it Absolutely. what are you doing
0: and at the end of the day, we don't have enough time in our lives to uh, waste reviewing a system that we didn't actually love. So when uh, when Even Footing Games, special shout out to them, and in particular Jason, who reached out to us to say, hey, we have this coming out in a few days. Would you like to uh, do a little bit of a review on it? We said absolutely, because uh, we, we love the first one so much that we, we couldn't. And genuinely, we would not have come back to the system unless we actually thought it was worth doing. And so that should tell you everything right there so thank you again to even footing games for sending this out uh, it's available now drive through RPG Amazon go to their website check it out uh, it's fantastic but uh, with that um, I'm out of coffee and that means it's time to go.